Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome in, Michigan fans. Trevor Woods here from SP Nation's Maize and Brew. After a wild one at the big house, a game that was under the lights, a blew out, and it should have been a joyous occasion. At the conclusion of the game, a game in which Michigan beat Sparty 29-7. Things were close in the first half. At halftime, Wolverines were up narrowly, up 13-7. But in the second half, things were all Wolverines, 16-0 in the second half. And let's get to it. In the first drive for the Wolverines, it was promising to start out with, but unfortunately ended with a Cornelius Johnson fumble. And it started to have that feel just momentarily that, oh no, this is going to be another one of them weirdo games that might sway Michigan State's way. But the Michigan team, their wherewithal, their mental fortitude really allowed them to buckle in and Their confidence really took over, and it was clear by the end of the game who the more physical team was, who the better conditioned team was, who the better rushing attack belonged to, who the better quarterback was, who the best pass rush belonged to, who had the best cornerbacks. Michigan's just a thoroughly better team this season than the Michigan State Spartans. Michigan, they scored 29 points to that 7 of Michigan State. And let's look at the half disparities. And they are quite something, in my opinion. The first half, 245 yards from Michigan, 189 yards 
from the Spartans. The Spartans had eight first downs. Things really changed, like I said, in half number two. Michigan State only had 63 total yards. They only had three first downs. Michigan had 14 first downs. Michigan State in the second half were 0 for 5 on third down conversions. Michigan hit 50% of theirs, 4 of 8. Now, Michigan could have scored a lot more in this one, folks. Getting towards the red zone in that range, things stalled for them, and there's definitely some things to work on, and J.J. McCarthy pointed to that at his post-game press conference. Jake Moody, absolutely phenomenal. Lou Groza, award winner last season, which goes to the best kicker in the nation. Looks like he very well may win that once again in 2022. Anyway, Moody was 5 of 5 on the day, along of 54, 54, 33, 39, 25, 22. Good from intermediate and long, but think about that, everybody. Five field goal attempts. I'm I'm no Albert Einstein at math, but there there would have been a lot more points if there were some touchdowns there. But hey, you take every point you can get per drive. So there's a silver lining with those field goals. And it has to do with the sequence of scoring for the Wolverines. So I mentioned the fumble by Cornelius Johnson on the first drive. But then after that, it went for Michigan. It went field goal, touchdown, field goal, field goal, field goal, field goal, touchdown. Pretty darn good, right, guys? Pretty darn good. But against teams like Ohio State and perhaps Illinois, who just keeps on winning games this year, those field goals might not cut it, and nobody knows that more than the Wolverines. But the main thing is they got a kicker who can make them, and that matters too. And you want to hear Michigan State's drive summary? It goes a little differently. It goes punt, turnover on downs. Touchdown, turnover on downs. Punt, punt, turnover on downs. Punt, interception. So, not a good day for Mel Tucker, a guy who's definitely a boastful human being. Everybody, you know, says Tuck coming about Tucker. That's the, the phrase they like to use. And Blake Corm joked at the presser. He started off with saying that Tuck coming, he said he was running, and then said to throw off them shirts, them Tuck coming shirts. And, well, Corm's right. And we're going to get back to the play on the field in a moment, but I want to transition into something that is a little bothersome, or actually majorly bothersome. And there's just a weird vibe, even in the media uh, post-game presser room. Everybody was pretty much unanimously disgusted with the video that has been surfacing online, and... It involves, Jim Harbaugh called it 10-on-1, but it involves multiple Michigan State players looking to jump Jaden McBurrows, Michigan's defensive back, and McBurrows didn't have a helmet on. All these Michigan State players have helmets on, and multiple players in this video definitely landed blows, and... It was an assault, and it was a jumping, 
and it's being investigated by the University of Michigan Police Department in coordination with the Michigan State Police Department. It is being investigated by the Big Ten Conference. Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren happened to be on scene tonight, and Ward Manuel, he sat at one point next to Jim Harbaugh during Harbaugh's press conference, and Manuel said this is completely and utterly unacceptable, has no place in this rivalry, and it has no place in society. It's just wrong. Separate fandom for a moment, whether you're a Michigan fan, a Michigan State fan. That really doesn't matter, guys. What matters is right and wrong. What matters is human decency. And that video, that ain't it. And yeah, it's just some things are hard to swallow. And Jim Harbaugh, gotta give him credit. He didn't blow a gasket. He called it like we all have seen it. Said it's an assault. He says, you know, that he puts faith in Ward Manual and the Big Ten Conference to handle it. And Harbaugh knows darn well that police are going to be investigating it. The police released a statement saying as such they're trying to gather footage, more footage. Um, Michigan State's athletic director said they're going to cooperate with the Big Ten Conference. Didn't say anything about the police, but of course they must have, uh, must cooperate with the police. But now Michigan players are starting to make their voices heard online about it. And some of them didn't know in the post-game presser. And, uh, but the game was chippy, not on Michigan's end. Uh, watch the film. Watch the film of the game itself. Michigan State, quite chippy. Um, but just once again, folks, I'm absolutely disgusted by this. But we'll see how this shakes out. I think that multiple players should be kicked off the team. I do think some should be charged with assault. Harbaugh said that two players were actually attacked by Michigan State. We see one on film, but two were attacked. Harbaugh said one may have suffered a broken nose. I mean, this this is serious stuff. And you know, Michigan State had 60 minutes to hurt somebody on the field in a legal capacity, in a way in which everybody loves the game of football. And this vengeance violence, this pointless act of aggression uh, will not stand. And uh, they will be make, made an example of. And these players on an individual basis will get in trouble. And the Michigan State program will ultimately be held accountable as well. Uh, so that's that for that for now. Now let's go back to matters on the game. And let's start with the quarterback play of J.J. McCarthy. I would say this was J.J.'s uh, worst game of the season. But... It was still a game in which he really used his wheels in some great ways. 50 yards on the day, seven rushes, a long of 21. J.J. dove head first at one point. I would like to see him do that less in the future. He did after that, though, start diving. Or not diving, he started sliding 
feet first. So that was good to see the correction there. But J.J. was 15 of 25, 167 yards, one touchdown. Some balls sailed on J.J. I think a couple should have been caught. The Colston Loveland ball should have been caught. Uh, J.J. made a NFL-caliber throw in the end zone, low and out of danger to Luke Schoonmaker. Wasn't caught. So his stat line could look a little better. There were some near misses in there. But um, overall, the running game, once again, powered the Michigan attack. The Michigan offensive line looking stellar yet again. Blake Horam, bell cow, once again. 33 attempts, 177 yards, one score. Donovan Edwards, he had 10 carries on the day, 42 yards. Luke Schoonmaker, he did have a good day, 5 receptions, 70 yards. Ronnie Bell was the second highest totaled receiver, 4 receptions, 53. On the defensive side of the ball for the Wolverines, it's been a common thread throughout the season now, Junior Colson being the lead tackler for the Wolverines, and 10 tackles on the day for Junior An impressive stat line from Michigan's defense, besides their second-half shutout and besides giving up just seven points on the day, would be seven tackles for losses. And it's another thread of that's been happening this season, whether it's been sacks or tackles for loss, where it's multiple guys chipping in. Junior Colson, one tackle for loss. Mozzie Smith, half tackle for loss. Chris Jenkins, one tackle for loss. Michael Barrett, half tackle. TFL. Mike Morris, he had one. Will Johnson had one. Brady McGregor had one. Quentin Johnson had one. A couple weeks ago, seven sacks the Michigan defense had by seven different players. So you love the depth Michigan is starting to show in its front seven on the defensive side of the ball. And uh, that could really pay big dividends against, well, the rest of the schedule, no games are given in the Big Ten, but especially Ohio State, the game that everybody has circled on it. Um, but overall, still a good game. It's a win. It's a win against a guy and head coach Mel Tucker, the Spartans, who beat Michigan his first two times as head coach. Now he is not undefeated against the Wolverines, and... Uh, Things are looking ugly for his programs in every which way this season as we head into November. As Michigan heads into November, they will be taking a trip to the New Jersey area in Piscataway to face Rutgers next week. Then it's on to a home tilt against Nebraska, and then another home game against Illinois before closing the season out on the road in Columbus against the Buckeyes. So where does Michigan go from here? Well, I, I think we already know what they're going to do from here. They're going to pound the hell out of that football. They're going to get competent play from J.J. McCarthy, who is not going to turn the ball over at a high clip. They're going to have a defense who's able to stop the run and get to the quarterback, and a good secondary, too. So this is a very good football team, and there's a reason they're in the top four. But we'll see if they remain in the top four through 12 games. But... Hey folks, for now, this is Trevor Woods. I'll be signing off. You can follow me on Twitter, at WoodsFootball. Follow us on Twitter, at Brew. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. And I'll be talking to you soon, as always, folks, because I love talking to you. So, until then, 
Peace out, and don't do what Michigan State does.